0: Who's Uzbekistan, where's Bekistan, why's Bekistan, how's Bekistan? Bek is in Uzbekistan. What's going good and what's going bad? She's live from Tashkent, Uzbekistan, in the heart of Central Asia. Hey, 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 here we are on Saturday, March 2nd in the heart of Central Asia, Tashkent, Uzbekistan, what am I excited about, what am I puzzled by, and how long do I plan to stay, okay, so I'm very excited that I'm in the land of opportunity here, and I think this has come up several different times in different ways, you know, career opportunities and opportunities to meet lots of international people, so, um, I've had some musical opportunities. Um, For those of you who have been following the story, so I'm an avid hobbyist musician, and one of my greatest frustrations and disappointments and puzzlements has been living here of lack of opportunities for me to play music in any capacity, whether that's someone's living room or an open mic or performing somewhere, you know, I spent over two and a half years just beating my head on the wall on this issue, and have about seven failures to show for it in various incarnations. So, um, you know, I mean, I had basically just resigned myself to the fact I wasn't going to be playing music here, and and that's very hard for me to say. There's a lot of a lot of grief that comes along with that. And that I would just try to use this time to write music. And and I've sort of done that. Not as much as I could, but I have. And then my project for the spring is trying to record the backlog of songs I've written while I've been here. And I hate recording music, so that's not going that great. But I, I, I'm still keeping that as a goal to at least get some demos recorded. So that I'll just, you know, have those for future reference for collaborators or for whatever other reasons. So, you know, as I had resigned myself, accepted reality, I don't get to play music here, but I get to do lots of other fun things. So, you know, tried to grieve that loss. Well, then in the meantime... um, it's the big day today that it's the ball that I've been an organizer for, for an uh, organization I'm a part of here, and I am singing a medley of two 80s songs at this big event at the five-star luxury hotel here in brand-sprankin'-new here in Tashkent. So, um, yeah, I'm singing this little four-minute medley of 80s power battle- ballads, and... I had, there there will be a a band playing also that is some expats, and I had to help them talk with the sound technician, and I was just insanely jealous, um, that that was them and not me, and, you know, God bless this heart, the, the representative from the band who was available during the day to go meet with the technician, um, has never lived overseas before, and it's the band's second time performing live, and so... Oh, I remember those days! I remember those days in China, you know, where we were just constantly in over our heads and and trying to make the best of language barriers and equipment challenges, etc., etc. So I tried to be supportive but helpful in helping the guy translate his musical request into ESL, into English as a Second Language, which means put it in small, simple words and use some actions to go along with it, and then people will follow you. So, um... That's number one. So I'm I'm performing tonight in front of about a hundred and sixty people at the fancy venue with the fancy lights and fancy, fancy, fancy. Huh. <sighs> um. Then yesterday morning, gosh, things happen fast here. Yeah, like twenty four hours ago, just over twenty four hours ago. Um, I got a message from. Ooh, I forgot the backstory on this. So, about two weeks ago, I was a guest on a talk show, and that in and of itself, if I haven't done an episode on that, I should, but it was a very interesting experience. It was exactly what you think it would be like. You arrive, you get whisked through security and whisked into the hair and makeup room, under which they did a lot of work, um... Some of which I approved of, some of which maybe not so much. And then, you know, on this big soundstage with fancy cameras and lights and uh, sets. And, yeah, it was just a very exciting experience. And I just yesterday saw the playback of what aired on TV. And, um, you know, I think I, think I did well. Um, I certainly just tried to sound very, very positive. So anyway, so I did that two weeks ago. Then yesterday morning, I get a message from someone from the television station asking me if I wanted to appear on live TV on Sunday morning and come sing three songs on live TV, on live TV. So we went back and forth with some details, and I'm going to do it. I'm very intimidated I'm very intimidated. I feel very out of my league. Um, I feel very out of the flow of performing. But, you know, opportunity has knocked. And so I'm obligated to open the door and see what happens. And, you know, it was a little at odds of what I should wear for the TV show. Because, you know, they dress pretty conservatively here. But uh, I'm putting on my red dress. And it's not below my knees. And if there's a problem with that, they're just going to have to shoot me from the top up. Um, my other choice was my good black dress that I would love to wear because I love that dress. It is below my knees, but it's straps, and so, you know, I would need to put a jacket over it, so not really crazy about having to deal with these wardrobe issues, but, you know, it is what it is, so, you know, I'm just here in the land of opportunity, and I just, you know, hope I'm going with a good heart, you know, that I'm... My goal in life is to entertain people with songs and that people will hear these songs, sing along, put a smile on their face, and bring them happiness some, in some way. So just, you know, I I I know I'm not as talented as the other people who perform in these capacities here, but I've just got to go forth that, you know, That it's working like I should. So, there will be some kind of update on those um, performance opportunities. And, you know, it's like musicians always say, gigs lead to more gigs. So, you know, hopefully, you know, I, I don't have a lot of extra time. But, nevertheless, there's always time for music. Um... I believe, there is a jam that has started here at the new expat bar, but of course it's on Sunday afternoons. And everything is on Sunday afternoon here. When I play pool, it's usually on Sunday afternoon. If I play badminton, it's on Sunday afternoon. The English club is on Sunday afternoon. The jam is on Sunday afternoon. So it's like, can we do some stuff on Saturday? You know? um, um, I, Yeah, or even some weeknights. So, yeah, so I'm just... Yeah, I'm very, I'm very grateful for the opportunities I'm having in all of these capacities. Moving on to what am I puzzled by? Um, I am puzzled by cigarettes. And so I guess it was in the late 2000s is when in my hometown they did away, or maybe it's my whole state, did away with smoking in bars. And, you know, people thought that that would be a put-off to people and make people not want to go out. Oh, no, 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 no. The opposite. It made people want to go out. And it became, going out became a much, much, much more pleasant situation. For I mean, me personally, obviously, but I think that was a very common experience. Living in China I had to deal with cigarette smoke. Living here I have to deal with cigarette smoke. And I just don't get it. You know, I think it's incredibly selfish and I think people who smoke don't realize how nasty it is to people who don't smoke. I don't like coming home with my hair and my coat and my shirt stinking like a cigarette. And I will give a lot of credit to the trivia people I play with once a week because me and some others complained about it so bad that we did take some strides as a community to kind of divide the group in half and smokers on one side, non smokers on the other. Um, And and the smokers were accommodating on that. And I have thanked each of them personally. So, um, yeah. I'm just, I'm confused why we're still dealing with this on March 2nd, 2024. I mean, that's been... Over 15 years ago that we did away with that where I lived and everybody liked it so much. Um, so I wish the world could catch up on that. Um, and, I mean, sure, is it local people? Yes, it is. But is it expats that I'm mainly dealing with smoking in public in a enclosed area? Yes, it's foreigners are the ones who are driving me crazy. So, uh, I don't, I just don't understand it. And, and the vaping. And, I mean, at least the vaping doesn't stink. But, I don't want to breathe that in. I don't know what's in that. It's a bunch of chemicals. Um, one of the venues that the trivia group meets at is a hookah bar. And, again, I mean, it is a hookah bar. So, we can't expect people not to do it. But, um... It doesn't smell as bad, but sometimes you can't even see across the room. The smoke in there is so thick. And again, I don't know what that is and why I'm inhaling it. So I'm just feeling very, very anti-cigarette. Very, very anti-cigarette. You know, just don't... If you're a smoker, don't ruin it for the rest of us. It's not going to kill you to go outside and smoke so that everyone is more comfortable. Um... How long do I plan to stay? Um, well, um, my pay has been late being deposited, which has me awfully concerned. Um, but I do have my course assignments for fourth quarter, of which I am very excited about. Um, which I'm very excited about. So, um, my condominium in the U.S. just got a new renter for next year. So, hope hoping all systems are... Or rolling in a good direction for next year. I hope. But you know, you just can't trust anything here. So anyway, so yeah, just keen for unusual opportunities to sing and be on talk shows. Renewed hatred for cigarettes and, and hoping for a good outcome for the future. Whoever you are, wherever you're listening, thank you for listening. Until next time.